Ready? Yeah. All right, let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson, and today we got a special guest in the building. This <laughs> chick came all the way from the cosplaying scene to come over to the show for us, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to the one and only Twitch gamer, streamer, and fa mega famous cosplayer, Danielle D. Nicola. Let's go! <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? How's everything? How's the shindig going? Good. Good. Well, that's good to hear. You know, first, first thank you for the coming in over to the show. And it's an honor and privilege to have you over here to having some fun conversations that we're about to endure right here. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So first things first, before we get this thing started, because I'm pretty sure where I come from, not many people know what's a cosplayer and what is it that you do in particular. Can you give us like a brief introduction of your show, of yourself and a short bio and what you do? Yeah, um, I can. So cosplay is, um, it stands for costume play, which just means that it's Halloween all the time. Oh, the best way that I've found that I could describe it, that yeah. you just like dress up, make costumes and dress up all year round instead of just out on Halloween. And you go to conventions and hang out with your friends and show off what you made. And it's a cool art form. Now, where did that all started out? Like, what actually came to you say, like, I want to be a cosplayer all year long? What, where did all that begin? Right. Um, so I went to conventions, co Comic-Con. There's a million of them, I'm sure, as you know. Yeah. But if you don't know, uh, there are conventions constantly. And I live in Florida and there's a million conventions in Florida all year long. And so I would go, but I would be uh, just regular attendee. I wouldn't like dress up or anything. I would go to panels and hang out and see things and, and like buy things in the vendor halls. And I was like, I've always been a super nerd, but like I never imagined dressing up because I was very shy super nervous and Ew. I didn't want to do it. And my friends, a friend of mine who um, I played League of Legends with in college, she was like, I dress up all the time and I should make you a costume. And I was like, good luck because I'm not going to wear it. And she was like, yes, you are. And you're going to have fun. And I like just kind of gave in eventually. Right. And um, so she made me a uh, launch from Dragon Ball Z. She knows my weakness is Dragon Ball Z. So she was like, here's launch from Dragon Ball Z. You're going to put it on. You're going to like it. And I did. I had so much fun. And Dragon Ball fans are amazing. And so I, there was a bunch of Gokus and Trunkses. <laughs> and someone gave me a little Krillin doll that I still have. And it, I don't know. I had the best time ever. So I was like, I guess I'm going to do Android 18 now. Because now I've gotten bit by the bug. And I can't stop. Because there's like a million ideas I have. And then now it's, I don't know, seven years later. And then I'm still going. Well, <laughs> the so list is still as long. All, all this started when you were... <laughs> were barely out of high school mm -hmm. i yeah i was a junior senior junior in college so 2013 ish 2013 college yeah wait you're definitely I'm 28 <laughs> oh you're 28 i'm yeah. I, didn't, I didn't ask for your age i'm sorry <laughs> No, I was doing Everyone math. looks at me and they're like, you're like 12. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, every time I go to Joanne's, they're like, so, so what school do you go to? And I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> hey, I mean, take the compliment. Why not? Oh, you're, yeah, you're definitely I know. young. You're definitely yeah, I feel I'll like, take it. 
Hey, I thought you were like in your early 20s, to be honest. Nice. Until, until, until you start saying seven years. I'm like, seven years? Yeah, Wait. I know. It hurts a little. <laughs> don't hey, don't worry. I'm in, my, I'm in 31 right now. Young. See, other people say that and I'm like, young. But then I think of myself and I'm like, not young. <laughs> no, no longer. No, no, no. I think the total opposite of it. When I, the moment I entered the 30 is like, fuck, this is where I'm going to feel everything. <laughs> I kid you not. It takes me a while for me to roll out of my freaking bed. And, just yeah. like, and I just, and now I start making the dad now. He says, go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> my girl, she's 30 and she tells me, he's like, oh, 30 the new 20s. I got this. Baby. Uh -huh. Why? Sh you should be happy. You are young. You're zesty. I'm like, I don't zesty. feel the way. I love that adjective. <laughs> I mean, I hey, thank God I have her for her energy because <laughs> I don't I don't know how she keeps that positive mind. It's like, yeah, I'm I'm not 30. I'm okay. I'm young. I'm like, no, I'm I'm 30. I'm too old. I can't I can't. I've party. been told that 30s are the best years. And That's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever told you that, it's a lie because they told me the same thing. Uh-huh. Oh wait, that, that was my girlfriend. No, never mind. It wasn't a lie. Sorry, honey. Yeah, no, lie. women no. don't lie. No, we don't. <laughs> you don't lie. You don't lie, baby. No, you don't lie. If you're listening to this, she does. But you know, I need to cover my ass sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's it's one of those things that you know when you get to a certain age and then everybody looks at you. It's like, oh my god, you're in your twenties and stuff like that. Because when I go to work, I I work. Mm -hmm. And I work as an audio engineer, as a tech guy. So I basically, they don't tell me I have an actual dress code per se, uh -huh. but I'm always dressed up as black all around, like black jeans, black shirt, uh -huh. black hat, or black beanie or whatever I am. I'm always wearing black and I'm always wearing my bag. I mean, and all the students confuses me with a, for a student. <gasps> there you go, though. That's good. So... The key to to be a youthful person, you're always gonna feel young all the time. There, yeah, uh huh. There you go. Um, I don't know how long am I gonna keep doing that, think, thinking myself a king young because my bones and my back is telling me otherwise. <laughs> it's so relatable. <gasps> I, I ice like, my back all the time. <laughs> really? How often do you yeah. actually fix your back? Let's <laughs> multiple times a week. I go to the chiropractor. I talk about it all the time on Twitch. Oh, How old really? I, I'm the oldest young person ever. <laughs> oldest young person. That's a new one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so have you always had any back problems before? Because I know that I got this from my mom. My mom, she always had like that whole back problem and somehow I inherited. Um, I didn't have any like hereditary issues, but I sit a lot. So my lower back is like screaming all the time <laughs> really? sitting too much is a bad thing it's crazy right who knew <laughs> who knew that kind of makes more sense my back problems lately <laughs> I mean, right I, yeah i mean i spent too much time i mean during the whole pandemic i have to work on me sitting down in the office. I I used to like build stages and mm. set up conferences and projectors and shit and whatnot. You know, I'm always like active all around. And when that hit yeah. pandemic hit, I had to work inside the office and everything has to go through Zoom for what we're doing. Uh huh. 
Let me tell you some of my Zoom stories that I have during work. There was one time that I missed out one Zoom call. And it was that one Zoom call that I should have not missed because <gasps> uh, it got Zoom bombed. It got Zoom bombed? You never heard that term? No. Oh my God. That was like literally a thing last year. What, like, What does that mean? What be, Does the link get posted and a bunch of people join? Is that what that is? I mean, the same thing as you can imagine about being picture bombed. It's like, oh shit, somebody ruined the picture because this guy photobombed it. You know, he came out of the picture. Same uh-huh. thing on Zoom. Except that in Zoom, you got like teenagers or young adults from colleges going through the links and then just, and just appearing. <laughs> think of the wildest shit that you can imagine that happens. <gasps> Oh my God, that's so funny. It How is it funny. Happen? The link just gets leaked somehow. It got it got somehow linked. Like, oh, and then incredible. whoever it got in, because I wasn't in, I was supposed to supervise that conference. The, pers- <laughs> the person put gay porn on. <gasps> Were there like in the Zoom call? Oh. <laughs> I love that. I love chaos. That shit's so funny. It wasn't. It wasn't just <laughs> and old people. It. It was also one, one of the heads of my department in there. I'm very sorry to hear that, but also that's really funny. <laughs> when I heard that from my boss, he's oh like, "What God. happened? Why? Why weren't you in the Zoom code?" I was like, "Oh my God." I forgot. Let me just log in. No, th- there's no more Zoom call. Somebody Zumba is like, oh, shit. <laughs> the, the, next, the next day he explained to me what happened and we were just laughing about it. I was just like, that's so funny. So no one got in trouble. It's OK. I mean, because it was a phenomenon that was happening that everybody, right. I, not, it wasn't just the that was getting late, like every other university or business across the nation. People were literally Zoom bombed. Okay. This was actually a legit thing. Like, yeah. like go hashtag Zoom bomb. Oh, YOLO. And then wow shit puts out there. And what they basically do is that they unmute themselves, start talking shit, and then they'll do the share screen option. And then that's where they put all those porno shit that's on so there. So funny. It so is I funny. don't use Zoom that much. I only do it like every now and then for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I guess I was just out of touch. I didn't hear about that at all. But that is really funny. It's annoying. No, no, no. It, it, on the it, outside, it, it's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> when it's not happening to you, yeah, it right. is funny. But yeah, exactly. when, it, when it's definitely happening to you, not, no, no. Because then it, I imagine, yeah. No, no. I it, have sympathy, but also <laughs> I can see the humor in it. Yeah. No, no. The humor is there. I mean, okay. a lot of, I, t- I told this to a lot of people, even including my best friends, they were like laughing their asses off and then they were just going cracking jokes about like, was it, <laughs> was it BBC on um, dude? <laughs> I'm like, you're taking away the point about I almost got fired because it's a Zoom bomb. <laughs> and they're like, oh, but you got to see the funny side of all of this. What's the funny right. side? A bunch of old ladies watching two dudes fucking each other. Was probably the most excited they've been all day. Truly. Maybe, maybe I'm in years. Maybe I'm in years. You know what? I don't I'm judge. Sorry. You I can don't cut judge. that out if you need to cut that out. Nah, we're good. <laughs> okay. We're good on that. We're good on that one. <laughs> I mean, Twitch their own. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure there was at least one old lady that was like, hmm. keep it on. Hmm. 
I know I came here to relax, but hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm I I don't know. I I thought this was like worldwide known the fact that people do Zoom months because that's where later Zoom just implemented certain you know regulations and protections for, for being being zoomed by because it was literally mm-hmm. spread out like a freaking virus. <laughs> so I'm surprised that you haven't heard about that. Not even I'm in surprised the, too. Even on the Twitch community, you haven't heard anything like that? No. And that's weird because I spend a lot of my time on the internet. <laughs> I don't know why. Wow. Can't tell you. And how often do you actually spend your time on the internet? Like, what's your normal schedule? Uh, I wish I had statistics for you, but I spend like... Ballpark. Give me a ballpark. Uh, it's hard because my work and play is both on the internet. It's like social media and like posting comments, emails, you know, leisurely scrolling on Instagram or Facebook messenger to like talk to my friends. You know what I mean? And then like for video games, that's also on the internet. You're playing like steam games with your friends. I don't know. I would have to say of like, I'm awake for like 12 hours, probably at least like 10. I don't know. I don't know many times where I'm not connected to the internet. I lost internet one night and I was like, what do I do? Read a book? (laughs) What do I do with this, with these hours of my life? I don't know what I'm doing. Sit here in my, in this ball pit and contemplate existentialism. (laughs) But you, you were part. Of, you were part in the early nineties. I actually do read books, so that was a joke. But yeah, oh, no, I know. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, also a switch. So I guess I don't need the internet. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing that you say that because I had this same discussion with my girlfriend, and I told her you cannot live without the internet. And she's like, "Well, you neither can you." And I'm like, "Hell yeah, I can." <laughs> and she was like, "Wilson." You're literally on the internet, on your phone and on this. One day you cannot last. And I'm like, babe, I don't like social media. So I can just like delete all my social medias and I'll be okay with it. Not Uh not to mention, I'm a music producer. So I don't really need the internet for me to produce music. Mm -hmm. I can just like basically open up my my program and just make music and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I really don't need it. And it's like, oh, okay. That doesn't work. All right, I'll find something else. Hey, look, I got a PlayStation 5. I got a PlayStation 4. I got an Xbox. I can play video games. I, I'm a campaign-driven person, so I can just, like, spend hours playing either Final Fantasy, Uncharted, or any of the other games. Even freaking Switch. I got my Pokemon games, so I could just replay them all over again. Mm-hmm. I gave her a whole list. I even told her, like, uh-huh. you know what? If all goes down, like, there's no power and I can't even use nothing... I got my Yu-Gi-Oh cards, so I will just start playing Yu-Gi-Oh. And oh, there you go. I got my Gundam figures up there. Like I gotta build like twenty other Gundams around there. So it's like I always got to do. Yeah. So she gave me this like, shut up, seriously, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Didn't expect you to go on a whole thing. No, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you're full of shit. You know that. You're, you're full of shit. I'm like, how am I full of shit? Like, how is this my fault? It's like, everything's <laughs> about you. It's just, like, oh my God. Okay. You know, you know what? You're right. You're right. I can't live without internet. There you go. But I can. <laughs> I can. So. Speaking of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I just learned, I'm learning how to play magic right now. Oh. I'm brand new. Confused. <laughs> 
oh, well, I haven't played Magic in a long time. And I'll uh-huh. tell you that at the early stages of Magic when I was playing, it was kind of confusing at first. But then once you get the ball rolling and you get the hang of it and then it becomes like something like, okay, this is something. The new yeah. way of playing Magic nowadays is actually, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> um, the uh, My roommate and everyone I know plays um, Commander. Okay. And so they got me a Commander deck and they knew which one to get me, apparently, because it's the one with all the hot waifus. So that's my commander deck now. I've never used it, but I've been watching YouTube videos. I could use my waifu deck. <laughs> I don't know why that's very appealing for a lot of people. Honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know because even Yu-Gi-Oh! There's a lot of waifu cards and decks that people are just like, oh my God, waifu material. Yes, I would like to buy it. And it's like the most expensive card. I'm like, mm-hmm. why the fuck is this expensive? Like, what are you going to do? There's a reason why with- I use those harpy ladies. <laughs> Boom. Childhood ruin. I have the harpy ladies, actually. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, and a dual disc because I'm Anna, my Valentine wig. I'm doing her next, actually. No way. Do we have yes. a Lone Wolf podcast exclusive? Uh-huh. Holy uh-huh. God. Let the record beat horns. Let's go. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, here, here you are right now. You're loud listening that Daniel next cosplaying is my Valentine's. Oh, my God. This is going to break the fucking internet. <laughs> it should be really good. The wig is... The best thing I've ever seen in my life, truly. Did you actually design it or you actually had a made it made or you had to purchase it the way that it is? I am not a wig styler. I uh, got it from a wig styler named Rent Chan okay. on Instagram. Um, she lives in a different country and I don't remember what country that is, but all she's right. amazing. And you go to her for all your, all your wigs and stuff? That was the first one. Um, I have a, I have a couple of different wigs from different people. Um, but that's the one that I, that's like my baby that I cradle. It's like in a thing in the closet where like no one can hit it and no (laughs) one can touch it. No one can mess it up. (laughs) That's what's up. And how often you actually cosplay yourself every other day? Like, I'm pretty sure you have like a huge variety of customs and wits that you got to wear on a certain day. It's like, doesn't that hurt your head a little bit? Yes. Yes, it does. So it, it does, so it does bring you it's pain. like if you wear a hat that's like a little too small uh, all day you know oh, what i mean and yeah. you finally take it off and you feel freedom <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like because <laughs> it's got that elastic band that squeezes you just enough uh, do you actually get very um those those type of pressure headaches only with wigs yeah only with wigs ponytail wigs are crazy too because they're like pulling you the whole day Oh. So eventually you're like, I got to take this off before my hair actually rips from my forehead. <laughs> Jesus, that sucks. And how long you're, and let's say you're on a convention and how long are you in that costume for the whole t- convention? Um, It depends. Probably like four to five hours. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say like, oh, I'm here eight hours to 12 hours. I'm no. like, I've got to. There are crazy people in a good way mm. who do like three costumes in one day. Like, here's my morning costume. Here's my morning costume. Here's my night costume. And I'm like, you guys are insane. Like, 
there that is some serial killer energy if i've ever seen serial killer energy <laughs> everybody talks to me everybody everybody makes fun of me because i unpack in hotel rooms mm. and apparently that's very strange and i Why also wear strange? socks to bed and that's also very strange so everyone's like oh like that's like serial killer energy and i'm like no the people who have three to four costumes to do in one day at a convention <laughs> that's that shit that's confusing me <laughs> jesus i never props to them truly hey, props that's a resolve i couldn't dream to have props to them but i've never heard of that really i I'll I'll be honest. I've I have I barely go to conventions. I started going not too long ago when I moved here to Miami. Uh, I used I was born and raised in Puerto Rico, so Ooh. I so I moved here like holy shit seven years exactly. Wow, okay, crazy, right? yeah, crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, time flies really. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have and back back home. I didn't have anybody that I can share my geekness. You know, most of the time I was always like to myself. You know, a closet geek cannot let anybody know in high school and college that yeah, I like Yu Gi Oh, I like Pokemon, I like playing video games, I like anime, manga, and shit. Or I like I can't be saying that because you know I don't know people would judge me and say like oh you're yeah. a grown man blah blah blah. It's only when I mm-hmm. moved here. That I was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to be me and me and that's it. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit if anybody doesn't care about that. And my cousins, they're older than me. We all share the same thing. We all love the same things. We all love animes. We all love mangas. We all love um, play video games. We started mm-hmm. our own little Gitanium podcast to ourselves to talk about all sorts of things and go to the movies to watch every MCU movie every Sunday yeah. and talk about it. You know, like that's when I went full full-fledged geek mode all the way. It's like, yes, this is who I am. I love it. I love that. That's so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I I tell you, as soon as I moved here, I feel best feeling ever, you know, and including my girl. My girl is very supportive with all my geekness. Like, even though she's not into that shit that that I'm into, she still supports me and she always tells me like, you know, this is what you love. I support you with what you love because this is what make you who you are. And I'm like, yeah, that's wonderful. Congratulations. I love that for you guys. Thank you. I'm going to plan. I'm going to ask her to marry her. So good. (laughs) Yeah, that's why that's wifey that I need to lock that shit down. Let the record be home. <laughs> yeah, that's wifey material. But yeah, like love her. I've, and I've, I don't even know her. <laughs> She's probably gonna say the same thing when she listens to the show, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like I've only been to like Supercom like a few times, and I've been that was to... my first convention. Actually. You really Supercom uh-huh. right here? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I what? used to go to school in Tampa. Um, oh, and USF. And that mm. was my first con was super con. I drove down with my friends. And what drove drove you over there to say like, hey, fuck it. Let's go to Supercon. Let's drive down to Flo- South Florida. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's very much it. Okay. That yeah. just answered my own question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so when was that? That was like what five years ago, seven years ago? Like that was pre-seven years ago mm. because I was going to cons a lot before I cosplayed. So it must have been at least 2011 uh, or 12. Okay. Something like that. 
13, 12. Are we doing- I don't know. I was at least going to cons like one or two years before I cosplayed. So. Okay. That's that. So the con- My timeline starts to get, I'm 28. I'm old. <laughs> hey, hey, we've been there, done that. Been there, done that. Don't worry don't about it. Don't know anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hey, I graduated with an engineering degree and sometimes my math doesn't seem right in my head. So, <laughs> so imagine that. It's my 30s. I'm telling you, it's my oh, age. All blends together. Yeah, don't worry. When you get there, you will exactly feel the same pain as I'm feeling. Okay. <laughs> but right now you're very energetic. So I don't know if you're going to feel it or maybe you will feel it when you're not moving around. I don't know. Maybe but, I'm an extrovert. I'm fueled by conversation. So this is giving me energy. <laughs> oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, this is going to be fun then. <laughs> <laughs> so we can basically talk for hours and you'll be like, I'm still good. Let's keep yeah. going. <laughs> Until I get hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it fuels me. The two things. <laughs> On, all right. Food and people. Why not? Why not? So, <laughs> but it, let me ask you. So, was it that going into conventions was that like the kickoff for you to actually take cosplaying seriously and make it as a as a as a career thing, or what actually prompted out to you to to decide like instead of being you doing this as a hobby, let's make money out of this? So at first, when I first started cosplaying, I remember I wasn't done with my degree yet. Mm. And um, I was going to school for creative advertising. So like it's specifically to work in advertising agencies and come up with like marketing campaigns like Got Milk and like stuff like that. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like do like the creative storyboards and like whatever. So that's what I went to school for. And then I remember I I had a like side hustle doing guides and walkthroughs for a game website. and. And then I started cosplaying as like a hobby just for fun. And then as I started to get more and more excited about it, it started picking up like on social media a little bit here and there. And then I made friends who also did it. And then once there was like a little like social group for it, like a lot of us started to get asked to go to conventions. Yeah. So we started going together, but they were, it's like, you know, first year shows, second year shows that are like trying, like starting to get like their feet wet as opposed to like SuperCon was like the big, big one at the mm. time, and like MegaCon and stuff like that. So it just sort of like gradually happened. We started like guesting a little bit. And so it was like, okay, well, if we're guesting, we need prints. So we got some prints made and then we would sell the prints, but you know, it wasn't like making that much. And then because we had extra prints from the shows, we all made print stores. And then it was like, okay, well, if we're all gonna do cosplays and like get pictures done, we might as well take like 10 pictures, make a set out of it and make a Patreon. You know what I mean? And so it just, it was just like slowly and gradual. And then eventually it started to make more money than any job that I could find. And especially at right after college, I applied to probably every single advertising agency in Central Florida, like across both coasts, and really? nobody was hiring. And I was like, okay, well, uh, I guess I'll just bartend <laughs> for now and just do cosplay. And then eventually it made enough money where it was making more money. I, I did eventually get a job in social media at a, at a um, drug and alcohol rehab center when I lived in West Palm Beach. Um, oh. Down by you. So I was doing their social media for a long time. 
And then once it was like, I don't need this anymore, mm. just kind of like let it go and started doing cosplay full time. And it's been never looked back. <laughs> I don't want to sit at dope. a desk. Yeah. For anyone else but me <laughs> ever again. <laughs> That's pretty dope. You know, I always enjoy hearing some of these comments from many artists and promoters and other people, YouTubers and such as yourself. Like, I always enjoy listening to how they actually started. And it's surprisingly that most of your stories are relatively the same in a way. Like, you know... Either you drop out of school or you finish school, and, but you couldn't get anything. But then when you start doing the the hobby, passionate and start to see more movement, then you basically quit everything and then just like go full force on that. Yeah. Towards the end, I would I was like sitting in a cubby with like a headset on my little like cubicle and I was bringing foam warbler and like heat guns and like tools to my job and I would if somebody called I would answer the call and I was like sitting there like making armor on the floor of like the thing <laughs> and everybody would walk by and be like what the fuck <laughs> sorry I don't know if I can curse on your podcast oh, you can, no but, you're, you oh, can okay. curse yeah, everyone's yeah. like what the fuck are you doing and I'm like I'm uh, making a shin guard <laughs> I don't care what you have to say sir <laughs> <laughs> that's wild you know I I do I do I have to appreciate some of the jobs that you know they give you the the ability to actually do some of your side hustles before you actually make your main hustle you know like that job mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if you were to work any other agency I'm pretty sure they'll be like uh you can't be doing that you know right I'm happy to hear that you know that agency was was cool it's like all right cool as long as it's not fucking around with our job you know, you know? I had the best boss <laughs> She's wonderful. <laughs> See, even even with that, when you're working with someone that's like a like the best boss, someone that can work with you, man, it makes your life much more easier, and you can do mm -hmm. all your passionate stuff that you always want to. That's exactly. one of the reasons I enjoy working at the because it gave me the liberty to to do many things that I could have done before. Before I used to be a promoter, and I used to be an audio tech for the Clevelander Hotel in South Beach. I hated that job. That was like the worst. Um, let me tell you, it's my work schedule is working 12 hour shifts from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm. every weekend. Yikes. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. You know, that's a lot. You know, every yeah, weekend. that's a ton. Yeah. And, you know, me trying to be an up and coming artist and try to tour and try to make music while mostly all my gets have to be on the weekends and I coincidentally have to work on the weekends. So it was like great, great. And then on the weekdays, like I get off, but my brain is so fried that nothing comes out of my head. So when mm -hmm. I finally got that job, it gave me so much liberty that, you know, it's fence to that. I was able to, you know, embark my journey as a producer and release a couple of songs on the various labels, work with some, some artists and started this podcast when the pandemic hit. And by far, it's uh -huh. like the best thing that I've ever done in my goddamn life. Like I tell you, like That's I am so, so passionate about podcasting because I just started with just my mic and a webcam and started talking to myself, basically. <laughs> I love that. But honestly, that's like, obviously a lot of horrible things came out of the pandemic. But honestly, one really cool thing 
is that it gave a lot of us extra, a little bit of extra time to do a yeah. couple of little things that we had always wanted to do. And that's really cool that you were able to find that. That's awesome. Thank you. I mean, you always got, I always look at life glass half full, you know? So, you know, I see the glass half full. So let's make something out of it. You know, mm -hmm. there's no sense of dwelling like, you know, crap over you. So it's like, Let's just move forward and do something. What can I do? What is it that I can do besides music? Like, oh, okay, I can do podcasting. All right, let's go. Grab the mic and start talking. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, I just start talking to myself, uh, telling people what I do. Basically, the whole premise of this podcast is explaining people my experience as an up-and-coming producer who came from an island and came over here, reached my goals, and all the hardships I had to go through and let the people know, like, You don't have to take my route. You can take other routes as well. Mm -hmm. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, and here, learn from my mistakes that I've that I've done or the mistakes of others that I see. Like, just be aware that if this is what you really want, the industry is ugly. So you should be prepared for the ugly side of it. I don't know how is how ugly is on um, on your side in the cosplaying, but in the music, it's very shark related. Like everybody is it's every man for itself you know and it's very ugly and there's some things that people don't tell you until you get screwed over big time you know mm. and that's where that's where i come in and let the people know it's like hey this happens like this happens you that's would never good. that's good i mean i'm trying to break the mold here you know i'm trying to make a difference here because if i'm gonna like let other people know if they want to be part of if they want to be a dj if they want to be a Up and coming artists, they want, or whatever it is that you want to do, expect some of the hardships that you're gonna get and some of the work, but also expect, you know, this could happen to you, you know. So, ha yeah. have you ever faced any any ugliness from your side of the industry when it comes to cosplaying? Have any negative stuff that you wish you've you could come back, turn the clock backwards, and just do it somewhere else or do something different? I mean, I think that there is a good and evil side to every industry, probably. Mm. I can't speak for the music industry. I know nothing, little mm. to nothing about the music industry. There, I mean, there is no way to get through cosplay unscathed, it feels like, but also I feel as though that's probably true in any industry uh, ever. But it's like, it's kind of depends on your personality. I feel like you seem to be the type of person who is just like, dust it off, let's keep going. And as long as you have that sort of attitude, I feel like you can just kind of not worry about it as much. Yeah, It hurts like in the beginning and then yeah. you learn to, you know, do it. And then it's cool that you have adapted the mindset to teach people. Yeah, Because that also helped me a lot. I recently was thinking about like, I've been filming this new YouTube series of like, kind of like mm. frequently asked cosplay questions, like how to open a print store, you know, how to ship things out, like how to ship prints, like what are the best practices? What is your, like, where do your envelopes come from? Like things like that. And like, so that I could also like teach people like the things that I feel like hurt me in the past. It hurt you know me. What I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Hurt me. In the okay. Past, you know, Yeah, yeah, that then that's actually pretty cool because I mean, you just want everybody to to succeed, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, 
and and that's a something that I've noticed a lot in some of the, in the in my, at least in my side. There's like a level of competition, you know. Like everybody's trying to compete for the spotlight, and nobody wants to help everybody. I feel that's kind of like shitty of you for not to do something like that. Like we're all here in this together. We all want the cheese, you know. It's okay, but come on, yeah. we, we there, the and cheese enough room. There's enough room. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's the for cheese sure. is big. Like we can yeah. we can all eat. You know, you don't have to be a douchebag, and you know. Fuck, fuck me over in the ass and just say like, ha ha, I got uh-huh. it. Yeah. Have you ever experienced something like that in your end? Uh, yeah, I feel like everyone has though. Mm. That's an everything, everyone thing, I think. You think? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Not- I don't think that you can do it. I don't think that you can be in a like, social industry like music or you know cosplay is pretty new but like or like modeling or like anything where you are like talking to a lot of people you know what i mean on a normal basis i think will you will eventually get stabbed in the back in some way yeah you have to it's the nature of human beings unfortunately unfortunately (laughs) it is part of the thing and one of the things is you know we we just met, basically said it like all we can do is just dust it off and move forward. You know, it's like there's no sense. Like yeah, like you'll feel like a sense of betrayal. You'll feel very emotional about it. You'll feel like distraught or like deceived. Like damn, bro, I never thought like this could happen. But it's a it's a naive intent from all of us. You know, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. only, the only difference that is, what are you gonna do about it? Like, are you just exactly. gonna move forward or are you gonna move backwards? Exactly. That's what I was saying. It depends on how you, excuse me, how you run with it. Like I was talking to a friend of mine who has been doing it far longer than I have. And Mm. like the first time anything happened, I was like, like freaking out and like, you know, like took it really hard. I'm a softie. So I'm like freaking out. And, you know, she was like, uh, I'll be honest with you. This isn't the first time this is going to (laughs) happen. She was like, I'll be real with you. You gotta like you know you I, like I'm sorry that it happened to you, but you know you gotta keep just keep going and like do what makes you happy and you know the best way the best revenge is to do well. So just you know focus on yourself and know that you know it happened. The first time is always the worst, and if it happens again, you know it probably will. You can deal with it because you did it already. Yeah, she's but- very smart. Oh, okay. So she, so she's a big cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Well, she's she's been in um the game for a while. <laughs> oh, okay. So so we're talking someone with experience, experience, experience. Yeah. I have found though that the majority of people are very nice. Though I will say, on a very positive note, the majority of people are very nice. Well, that's a good to hear. And a lot of people want to help, which is sweet. Really cool. That's, I think a lot of us are just nerds in the cosplay community. So we're all just like, we have friends now. <laughs> it's really <yeah>. cool. <laughs> well, have you ever met a poser that you are aware of that, you know, you know what you're doing. You're not here for the community. You're just here to show off your ass and tits and, you know, and get some money out of it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's hard to tell what people's true intentions are unless mm. you spend a lot of time with them. But I don't have any personal friends like that, no. Oh, okay. 
have you seen it from far away? Like, have you noticed some of the stuff like that goes in, or have you heard any? I'm shitty sure. Stuff? I'm sure that it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know that I'd be able to tell from afar, especially over the internet, because I don't know them that well. You know. Mm, okay. I mean, I ask. I ask. Because, like, I've seen some of these cosplayers and, you know, like, there's this thing that everybody portrays, like, oh, you know, the nerd, the nerdy people, the geek people look certain way. And then when they see a hot, beautiful young woman such as yourself and others, and they do all the characters and animes and you like some of the stuff that all other people like, you feel like. Yeah, it takes you for sure. Like you're taking it back. Yeah, there's a there's a joke that if you were a nerd, uh, if you were a, a, a nerdy girl in high school, mm-hmm. you were you're a 50 percent chance to be hot now. <laughs> what the hell? I've never heard that <laughs> shit before. I, I see memes all the time that are like that. No fucking way. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. If only that was true of me. That <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I, I think we've all come into our own skin. I think it took a while though. But I know what you mean because you it's like it's I think it has to I mean we might get a little deep, but like I think it has to do with a lot of trauma if you like spend a lot of your high school, you know, or like formative years growing up getting bullied. I played World of Warcraft. I didn't have friends. I played WoW in high school. I would go home mm. immediately and play World of Warcraft until 2 a.m. and then wake up and do it all over again. Literally, I didn't talk to anybody. So like, I get it. Like, I understand the pain of the school, especially being made fun of for things, hiding things. And like, now there are people who it's cool now. And now they're profiting off of it. You you feel like slighted. I get it. I do. But I think that a lot of that has to do with like internalized trauma that it's you have to like think about your own thing. And why you feel that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've I've been through bullet I've been bullied throughout almost my whole childhood life. Even at mm-hmm. summer camps, which is rare because summer camp's supposed to be the part where super I get away. Yeah, it's the super fun part where I get away. Disney. <laughs> yeah, Disney and shit. No, oh no, I, I still get bullied. Like, like how the hell is this happening? Oh yeah, like and I was very shy person at first. Like I was mm-hmm. very shy to little to myself like only a few people I'm friends with and like I told you before I was a closet geek I never tell anybody like I used to watch Cartoon Network all the time every Friday every Saturday (laughs) you know Cartoon Cartoon Fridays Adult Swim on Saturdays you know you watch all the animes like that was basically my weekends I barely gone out it's only probably when I hit high school that's when I started to socialize a little bit with with my high school friends and you know be more out there but at the same mm-hmm. time all this all this was hidden like nobody mm-hmm. knows about it nobody mm-hmm. knows unless they go inside my room <laughs> so obviously there was that's when they know it's like oh yeah you you like naruto it's like yeah i i do i like naruto i like mm-hmm. bleach i like did you ever find that other kids were hiding it as well yes <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I uh-huh. I found out later down the road. I found out some of the what the, what I like to consider frat boys or the chats. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You yep. know, from college that yep. you know they're the ladies' man. You know, they get any uh-huh. girls and shit. I used to hang around with them a lot, and 
it was later down the road that, you know, I found out one of them loves the Gundam series. Like I uh-huh. because I, I was like scrolling down my phone at the time and there was like a picture of a Gundam and he by chance he looked that over and I was like, oh, sorry, my bad. It was just a picture. And it was like, is that Gundam double O? I'm like, <gasps> I was like, whoa, what? What? Did we just become best friends? <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yup. Love that. And then, and then I had like other people as well that later on that's, oh yeah. And my, one of my college best friends, he, I didn't know that there was a section in college that there was like a area where the classroom is basically empty. I remember that he took mm. me once there and everybody was literally geeking out like out of control. Like, like literally they Hell used yeah. one of the classroom's projectors and they hook up a fucking Xbox to play Street Fighter. <gasps> I kid you not. Marvel versus Street Fighter shit. And excuse me, they had the arcade buttons with then attached as a controller. <gasps> I was I was like the fight sticks. Yeah. Like, whoa, what the hell is this? And then I saw on my <laughs> other side people playing Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah. I it was later that I found out there was a lot of people that I knew that they were actually they locked some of the shit, but never mm-hmm. out there and admit it. I was like, I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. I feel your pain. Sorry, you <laughs> cannot be like me. That I embrace <laughs> it. I embrace it. Look at me. I'm full force right now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I it's not it's such that, you know, sometimes some of these people don't I wish that everybody could be themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's exactly what mm-hmm. comic book conventions are, you know? Everybody mm-hmm. can be themselves. Totally. I feel like that's and, why and, I love you. I, I loved I love them too. I've been to New York Comic Con as well. And that was like the illest place I've ever been in my life, you know? <laughs> like I want to go back there. But I but not before I go to Pats on Seattle. Pax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I have to go to San Diego Comic Con. That's like a yeah. must. You have to at least once. Yeah. Yeah. It's a must. The only problem is I hate the ticketing system. Yeah. It's yeah. A, fucking pain in the ass <laughs> it's literally the whole big bang theory you know refresh refresh yeah. refresh refresh you, you need to get everybody together in a room <laughs> everybody's on their own laptop i kid you not we've done that even it was even on supercon i remember even during supercon me and my cousins we all brought our own laptops and we look at a corner on a hot spot we turn on the wi-fi because the Comic-Con tickets were going to be live and we all went on our laptops and we went like mm-hmm. one of us got in <gasps> and then we were queued to 15,000. Oh my God. Yeah. And then we were ready to buy the tickets and then it was like, nope, sold out. Oh, no. So it was like <laughs> Friday and Saturday sold out and it was like Thursday and Sunday available. I'm like, Guys, let's just go to Thursday or Sunday. Let's go yeah. to one or the other. Like, fuck it. And, and they were like, dude, we got to work on Monday. I'm like, well, okay, but it's Comic-Con. Yeah, I'm the same way. We can, we can just <laughs> like, go. yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh-huh. we can do something on Friday and Saturday to kill time or something. Yeah. You know, my, one of my cousins is was willing to go, but the other one, he he's a family man. He's got kids. So he was like, like I can't do it, you know. 
the wife, the kids, it. you know, yeah. like I can't, I can't do it. Like it has to be like, if I'm going to go, it has to be on a Friday, Saturday, on Sunday, we can leave. I'm like, okay, I get it. Then yeah. one day, one day we're going to Tokyo then. Fuck it. Oh, yes. What What is one of the places that you wish you want to go as a cosplayer? I have wanted to go to New Zealand oh. my whole life. Really? And I finally, there was somebody from New Zealand came into my Twitch channel one day and was like, I want you to come to a New Zealand con. And I was like, I want to come to a New Zealand con, but they have to add, you know, you could always send them a message, send them an email. And so this man went to Facebook and messaged the Facebook page of the convention and was like, you should bring Danielle. And two hours later, I got an email from them. It was insane. I was like, I've said that to so many people over the years and it has never worked. And this is the one time that it actually worked and it worked so fast. But But. I was supposed to go, I was supposed to be there um, April of 2020. And so obviously everything Uh, shut down in March. And they canceled the con no. and New Zealand was rigged. So yeah, it got canceled. So I'm hoping that next year when everything's all better again, maybe right. I can reach out and go actually go. Yeah. I wish you could actually get there, man. That that was like wow. That, I know. That's that a roller coaster. <laughs> that was I mean, shit, what are the odds that they actually message you and be like, I hey? Know. I know. I know. That, that's got to be a pretty dope feeling. The fact that it was like, oh, okay. I always want to go here. Yeah, let's go. I know. It was. The, it's the one place. Because I, I, when I was younger, I wasn't very interested in traveling. Mm. So I was always like, if I were to go anywhere ever, it was my answer was always New Zealand because I thought it was so pretty. And you go visit the Shire and there's like things to do there and like like hot springs and like, I don't know. There's just like, so it's beautiful. And I've lived in, I was born in New York, but I grew up in Florida. And so I've lived in Florida my whole life, pretty much. So it was just exciting to think of like the possibilities of forests and mountains and things that aren't flat. <laughs> so I was really excited. And then, yeah, so I would, I would love the opportunity to go back to, it's called Armageddon Expo, or actually attend Armageddon Expo. That's pretty though. <laughs> I hope you actually get it again, you know? Have you stayed in touch with them? Are they like, hey, you know, I'm still here, you know? Yeah, I did a, a virtual costume contest for them over the uh, pandemic. So, yeah, I'm how's, holding out. How, how's, that, how's that work, to be honest? Virtual costume? Yeah. So people will video call in like it's a big discord call and then they would broadcast it on their social media, like from discord, like to Facebook or whatever. And then um, the people would, when it was their turn, turn their camera on Mm -hmm. and they'll be in the costume, show off the costume, you know, spin around, show the makeup, little details, what you want to know about the costume. And then we would ask questions and stuff. And then at the end, we would, they gave us some time to like deliberate and like, you know, do the judge thing. And then we announced winners. This wow. one. That's okay. I, well, I mean, there's always a first for anything, man. Yeah. I never heard such a thing. And that's pretty dope. Easy. Cause yeah. now you're in the comforts of your home and you can just like parade around with your own cosplay. Exactly. That's pretty exactly. dope. Exactly. What was your yeah. cosplay from last year? Um, I so I didn't enter. I was just a judge, but I wore oh. um, I wore Elizabeth from Bioshock. Oh wow! Oh, so you I had was, the short hair? Yeah, 
The black hair. Uh-huh. Oh, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Is that fun. is that your favorite one or which has been your like your favorite cosplaying of all time? Oof, it's such a hard question. It's a loaded question because I feel like each costume mm. is like a piece of your soul that you like put work into. Mm. So, so tough to answer like your favorite of the thing, but I I have a few. All right, let me um, make it easier for you. Let me make it yeah. easier. Get, let okay. me, give me like your top five. Okay. Like, top cool. five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, um, in no way order. Okay. The Definitely uh, Jaina Proudmore from World of Warcraft. She's a human mage. She okay. has the like long skirt and the breastplate and the blonde hair, the streaks in it. She has like little mage powers. That's this is obviously yeah, <laughs> yes. and symbol for mage powers. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the audio version who don't know, check it out on YouTube. Okay, guys. <laughs> like a grabby hand. Yeah. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, grabby hands. Okay. One. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on. Um, oh I did. A, um, I was very into League of Legends for a really long time, and mm. I did a uh, Kane gender bend Kane uh, League of Legends. He is a big, beefy, buff man with a like six and a half foot scythe, oh. and so oh. I made this six and a half foot scythe, and I was it, it had an eyeball in it, and it lit up. And it was crazy and it was heavy and it was in like four pieces. <laughs> you had to like put all the PVCs together oh. um, and the big like uh, shoulder piece and an eye patch. Like I could only see out of my one eye. It was insane to wear in retrospect by myself with no handler. But cosplayers are crazy and <laughs> did it anyway. And I love the way that that came out. So that's, that's two. The yeah, that's third two. one, I did a Blood Elf from World of Warcraft that I like a lot um just like a human blood elf mage right. got the little ears and stuff and a staff a demon hunter from diablo and then the last one i would say is a uh mushu an armored mushu from mulan it's my favorite disney movie mushu uh-huh wow i have a friend gladzy gladzy k she is a digital artist she's wonderful and she's just like she's a cosplays too, and so she um commi- she takes commissions if you want her to design like an armor for something that doesn't actually have an armor, you know, that you can like cr- like create based off of. Okay. And uh, so she, I commissioned her to draw me an armored Mushu, and she did it, and it was amazing. And I made it, and it turned out really well. And for the photo shoot, I actually held fire. It was very cool. Yo. <laughs> yeah. It was super cool. And she actually just made me a blue eyes white dragon. So I'm going to do that next. And I know know you're into that. (laughs) But I haven't started yet. That's dope. Let's go. (laughs) I'm excited for that one. Damn. A blue eyes white dragon armor. Oh my God. I think Konami wants to like, hey, Danielle. Yeah, we kind of need your idea and make a card out of it. Right. Fun Look fact, like fun fact. Do you know that the blue eyes white dragon is actually a female dragon? <gasps> no, I didn't. For those who don't know and hasn't watched the series, watch the <gasps> original series in the last, last season, like season five or like when they go on a tour to Egypt or something like that. Uh-huh. 
they somehow they meet their past past life themselves and they see that one of them Kaiba like got her got has a like a lover he had a lover and then she sacrificed her soul to protect him <gasps> and what she does and when he does is like she he grabs her and and asks for the gods like please save her soul like I need her strength her power to defeat this evil blah blah blah, blah. and all of a sudden a stone tablet pops out and it's the <gasps> tablet of the blue eyes white dragon so they basically grab her oh, soul so and be- and then the dragon just appeared, just got, you know, all roar and mighty. Oh, oh, my heart. Oh, it hurts. I love that <laughs> so much. I kid you not. You can check that out. It's on Netflix. So, yeah. I'm going to look that up after this. And I'm pretty sure that people are going to freak out when I say that out. It's like, what? Blue eyes is a girl. It's a female. It's like, yeah, like it's it's Hell been like yeah. it's been like what? When when did the anime show up? Like in 2002, 2004? Yeah, it's been known since then. Like this is nothing new. So the fact that you had the blue yeah. hair right now, the uh-huh. whole Bulma hair right that you uh-huh. got, and then you're yeah. gonna wear the blue armor of the blue eyes. It's like, uh-huh. holy shit! This is gonna be awesome. Yes. Yes, I've wanted to do it forever. Yeah. So she just finished it. I'm really excited. That's dope. That's so. I'm happy to hear that. You know, I can't wait to actually see you on on you know dressed with that whole armor. I have to check that that Mulan one. Like I haven't noticed it. Then yeah. I, then again, I don't go much on my social media. So <laughs> yeah, so, social media. If you blink, you miss stuff. It's very easy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely pretty pretty easy. I just have it just to promote my shit. Like it's either my songs or promote my podcast. Now I'm just using it to promote my podcast. I'm basically putting little clips on social media every day. I'm just putting a clip out there and getting people, you know, to see it and watch the show or listen to the show. And just recently, I just added TikTok. Uh Yep. Never in my life would I thought that it's like, oh, yeah, let's get go on with the TikTok train. I know. I know. When it first came out, it was like, how could never? And then it st- I think the pandemic it, like shifted everybody and then everyone was like, oh, I was in fact incorrect. And this is awesome and where I should have started all along. <laughs> the growth on there is crazy. And it's like yeah. not what everyone thought it was, I think, which is like just a kid's app for kids. Like it's pretty Vine-like now. I, and I was going to say that. I feel like TikTok is like a better version of Vine. That's what it is. Yeah, for sure. And I said, like, as soon as Vine got deleted, it's like, well, okay, that was my source of main. That got away. Uh, and then TikTok came around. I was like, I'm not doing that. It was just like, it was just a few days ago. One of my homies, he's, he's a mar- marketing genius when, when it comes to so- social media and stuff, because he has uh-huh. m- way more followers than I do. Okay. And I'm uh-huh. like, what? the fuck that marketing is good solid skill it's a good skill to have i'm fucking believable and then (laughs) he told me the other day yo you should post it on the tiktok i was like "Eh, nah bro like i don't know it's okay on instagram and twitter whatnot those are the only two i'm always active you know blah 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 like, like, dude, I'm telling you, everybody's blowing up from TikTok. This is this and that. La, 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 la. Okay, let me just post a clip. Whatever. I post a clip. I follow one of my best friends that he that he just won a Grammy not too long ago. Um, 
And then I followed you because I said like, oh, well, I'm interviewing her. So I was like, might as well follow her. Mm-hmm. And I, that's, I only got like, what, nine followers, like nine, nine people I follow. I posted a video the next day. I got quite a few followers and mm-hmm. 500 views on, on that one clip. I'm like, what? Nani? I just post this. Be. It's the place to be. <laughs> I just posted this with zero expectations and mm-hmm. a few hashtags and no sharing and nothing else. I just like post and that's it. I'm off today. Let's stay 500 views. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I'm like, fuck, now I got to do this every day. Fucking A. The guy told me like, oh, you got to post at least three times a day. I'm like, it's excessive, uh, but yeah, that's, it's, <laughs> I mean, you could if you wanted to, but if yeah, you wanted to, you know, I, yeah, I, if no, you wanted I'm, to grind, then sure, but you don't have to. <laughs> no, no, I'm, t- I'm too lazy for that. Like I, one post is already too much work for me on, <laughs> on anything. It's like whatever I post on Instagram. All right, copy paste and put it on Twitter. That's it. That's yeah. that's because that's already too much for me. I, oh my it's, god, I, it's quite draining. Yeah. How much you had to handle that whole social media aspect when you were starting now, including when the pandemic hit? I enjoyed it. I'll be honest, because mm. I I was in school for photography before I was in school for marketing. Oh, okay. so I love photos and taking photos and oh, so the modeling photogenic thing you're just photogenic about it. Yeah. <laughs> i feel like now i am if you saw some of the early ones you'd be like oh <laughs> <laughs> i the photographer that i work with the most his name is david love he's here in orlando and he was one of the first people to ever like do a photo shoot with me when i first first started okay and i had made Cami from Soul uh Soul Caliber um <laughs> Street Fighter and um I was talking about Soul Caliber because I'm making Taki I'm really excited about that but so I made Cami and I was like I have Cami white like will you shoot it and he was like yeah like go ahead like we can work together sure and <laughs> the like an hour or so goes by and he was like so uh I don't know what the nicest way to say this is but have you tried squinting? And I was like, no, why? And he was like, because your eyes always look like Harley Quinn. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, you look terrified all the time. Yeah, you should. You should have. He was like, "I just want to take a good. I just want you to take a good photo. Like, I want you to like them, and I don't think you're gonna like me." <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice of him. Yeah, it was good. We have a great relationship now, especially he tells it like it is, which I appreciate. No, I mean, I feel like that's like the best way to tell people like, you know, to give them a proper feedback is just tell it like it is, you know, like there's you shouldn't be like, you know, tiptoeing other people's feelings, even though like you should be considered. But at the same time, it's like, do you want to learn this? Do you want to be part of this or you want this as it's just like whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the yeah. feedback, you know, being brutally honest sometimes is like the best way to help and, you know, progress yourself with some of this stuff. You know that I do feedback for a lot of up and coming producers and the majority of the people do not like the way I critique them. Mm-hmm. 
because I, and this is, and I kid you not, this is something that my girlfriend hates too. She hates that I'm very, very honest. Like, I don't, like, I don't lie at all, but that's a lie too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, it's like, you know what it is to, when it comes to be dishonest to somebody and lie to someone, it's, it takes so much energy that it's better off if you just like tell it like it is and tell it straight up. It's like, dude, it sucks. Like, what do you want me to say? Mm -hmm. You know? But here's the thing. I tell people, it's like, all right, dude, here's the thing. It's bad. The execution is bad. So I suggest you do this, do that, do this, then do that. Oh, what the fuck? Like, you know, this is going to be a big hit and shit. It's like, all right. If you think that your hot shit is going to be the hottest shit ever, well, you know, it's still to me garbage. But hey, what the fuck do I know? You know? Yeah, what, I mean, what, it's an opinion. It's a, it, I, yeah, at the end of the day, I, I now I have to tell that. Mm -hmm. I have to tell that on every feedback session. Like, I have to tell that on everybody at the end of every conversation. But it's my opinion. Because if I don't put that little right. words, people will uh, immediately get offended by. Because like, oh yeah. my God, like, he thinks that this sucks. And hey, what the hell does he know? It up. Oh, fuck Wilson. Fuck this and fuck that. Blah, 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 blah. He's a piece of shit. He's a nobody. He didn't make it. Yada, yada, yada. Like, believe me, I've heard everything, you know? <laughs> and you know what? It feels so good just to tell, be honest about it that sometimes it's a gift and then sometimes it's a curse, especially when it comes to my girl. The other day, I forgot what it was. I was a bit honest about it and she was just like, did not want to talk to me anymore. Oof. Uh -huh. And then the next day, she's, she took in consideration of what I said and she started doing what I told her to like, you should start doing. And but yeah. she will never give me credit about maybe it. Maybe it's maybe it's the delivery. It sounds like it might be the delivery. No, no, it's def <laughs> it's definitely the delivery. It's definitely. Okay. De but I swear I don't do it in the malice way. I've it's okay. never from a bad place or bad intentions. It's just it, I don't know. I'm just sometimes yeah. naive about it. I'm just like that's okay. Yeah. But at the same time, that's exactly what she, what she fell in love with me. That I'm so honest. Aww. You've been so sweet about her this whole time. It's very sweet. I have to. The other day, no, I no, you like her. <laughs> no, I love her. I love you. Her. Love of her. course, I love her. I love yeah. you, baby. If you're listening to this, because I know she will. <laughs> I know she will. Um, of course, I love her. That's you know? that's wonderful. Yeah, and I you love. I love you guys. I don't even. I've never met her. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> oh, if I showed you a picture of her, uh, you'll find her like very delightful. Um, she actually has. A rare, rare eye colors. Like one side is brown, the other side is blue. <gasps> what? That's so cool. You That's know, the coolest thing ever. I know. Wow. And I, I was, I always tell her, "It's like I love your eyes." I, I think I. That's why I fell for you even more. It's because Aww. of your eyes. She's like, "Which was your favorite?" And I was like, "Which was your favorite?" Like, I love the blue. Okay, that's my favorite. The blue. <laughs> and you know what? I told us like I wish I wish our kids could have that same eyes. You know, so that way they could be unique. It could be. I wonder if that. I mean, it has to be a recessive trait, but that's so cool. Yeah, her older brother has the same thing as she does. I don't think. Um, I don't think some other cousins or family members have it. I think it's only them. So I think it is a hereditary thing. I don't know. 
I won't know in like in a five years from now when we get buried and get a child, you know, I'll let you know when that happens. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'll be looking at Instagram. <laughs> so I was definitely going to ask you in regards to the whole pandemic, because I'm pretty sure this, how hard, it, my God, I'm not, I can't even talk right. Jesus Christ. I do it every stream. <laughs> Every Twitch stream, I'm oh. like, how do I English again? I don't remember. Let's reboot the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're good. I'm not. Because <laughs> I, I, the best excuse I tell everybody is like, hey, English is not my first language. So you got to mm -hmm. forgive for my foolishness. All right. Mm -hmm. So when when the whole pandemic happened, you know, you said that most of your con invitations got canceled and everything, you know. Usually, do you, you get paid to go to these conventions, right? Mm -hmm. So you get paid and you get to sell pictures of your sets to all these people and want to take pictures with you, you know. Yes, I thought you said sex instead of sets. And I was like, what? <laughs> Like, wait, it took me like a solid three seconds to be like, oh, my God, that's not what he said. I was like, bold. Okay. <laughs> Sets. Yes. Yes. Correct. Continue. <laughs> just so you know, I just drop out the, the you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. When you hear that, when you hear the episode fully in, you'll hear the sound effect. <laughs> set. Set. That's, uh, yes. Set. Photo picture set. Yes. Photo set. Yes. Back again, my English is not my first language. So if you heard something, I don't blame you. That's not what I try to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So con. All right. So con. So, so you're selling pictures uh -huh. and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Do, do these conventions get a cut out of that stuff? sell or all is that no. on you nope um that's all you none that i've been to anyway mm. so usually the way that it works is we'll pay you you know however much to come out um mm. you know we'll fly you out you get a hotel room you get a table oh shit. in return you have to judge this costume contest you have to do this panel mm. you have to do this panel this day this panel this day and you have like a list of like things so you're like essentially working for the convention in exchange. And so you're doing things for the con, but then also, you know, you're bringing people via social media. So right. it's like a, um, it's like a paid gig pretty much. Like they need something from you. They're paying you to bring you out for your numbers and for what you can do for the con. Um, and then in return, you get a table. And then during the hours that you um, don't have like a panel or a costume contest, you can sell your stuff. Okay, so you know what I mean. And yeah. people. So I, I was actually I was very curious about how they do all that stuff. You know, like I I don't know how that all work or works out. So it was it was good to know that how, that that's how they plan out. It's good because some other conventions, well, not conventions, but over here, they do tend to screw you over by not paying you, but they say like, oh, you know, your the exposure will get you to places. Mm-hmm. So how far along was it that you started to get paid to go into these conventions? Actually, <laughs> um, not that. So I probably did cons for just the table and, you know, the costume contests and stuff. Because at first it was just cool to be invited, you know, 
And me and like a group of friends, like we all, we would try to like get each other in. Like if one of us got invited, we'd be like, you should bring that person. And we would all go together. Mm. Um, and we probably did that for like one or two years. And then we started to kind of be like, uh, it's not really worth it. It depends on who gets what from who, you know, whereas like, say it's a first year show, you know, they have a small venue. They're just starting out. They're not going to have as many people there. So what would make it worth my time is if people were there to buy my stuff. But if not as many people are going to be there to buy my stuff, I would totally come to the con and do panels and like make and fill your schedule for you. But you do have to pay me to do that, to do the work. Mm. You know what I mean? To like make right. the presentations and do, you know? So like it's a trade off, I guess, okay. depending on who needs who. Like if like San Diego Comic Con, mm. you know, wanted me or like gave me a table, I would probably do that for free because I know there are a lot of people there and I know that I would probably make a good amount of money just sitting at a table doing the things. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That it I've I've been there, done that. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. It's 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 almost similar to to be a promoter for these music festivals. They basically like they hire you and sell you like, you know, if you sell this many tickets you get a free pass to get into the show and you get to meet the artists, mm -hmm. you know, whichever EDM artists you're into, like you get to meet them. Also, like if you do street promos, we'll give you 10 or a certain amount of tickets for free for you mm -hmm. to either give it to your homies or sell it and you keep the money to yourself, you know, mm -hmm. that it, I, I get most, most of that I had to do it just to yeah. get into people and then once they see right. like I'm that I'm the you know I'm the top gun that I'm ready to work and shit or like that then it became something like okay come over right. here and now you can start performing and then you can perform yeah. at these festivals and do your thing and mm -hmm. you know why not so yeah there's some depends some, on what you want yeah, yeah like if you're excited you want to go meet the people and do the things for like the first you know however many times but then it loses its luster and it's like well i actually am working and i do actually need money yeah. you know what i mean to do work for you so once that isn't worth it anymore it's not worth it anymore you know yeah i agree at one point i had i had to tell them it's like man like i'm i'm losing money because i'm yeah, basically exactly. taking my time of the day and gas from my car travel all these places to do the promotion and whatnot and I'm, I'm not getting much all, all I'm getting is the same thing that, I, that you guys brought me in the first time so it's like I have to pass unless you guys start to pay me really really and you want me at these places and whatnot mm -hmm. you know like I got I gotta pass it but then it was a good thing that I did do that because yeah I managed to network the hell out of it you know ma many yeah. artists many A&Rs managements and festival runners and also tech companies, you know, that hire me for freelance works just to build up the stages and whatnot, you know, and I mm -hmm. enjoy that. I'm right. very good at it. And I love that. Right. It's yeah. In the beginning. Yeah, for sure. Like you want to get your foot in the door. You'll do. Yeah. You'll do it. Yeah. You sometimes 100%. sometimes you have to do some of the free stuff until you get that real grind money that, you know, exactly. that comes afterwards, you know, but mm -hmm. it, everybody has to start somewhere, you know. Mm -hmm. Nobody's gonna come in and say like, "Yeah, let's put you on the line now," even though you haven't done shit. 
Yeah. And, and as you grow, your boundaries will change and yeah. you know, that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's fine. By that's fine as well. You know, mm-hmm. now we're going to get to the nitty gritty part when, because okay. the reasons I'm asking you all these stuff about the conventions or whatnot, because some of the, it's cool that some of the stuff have some similarities to over here in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go to the part where the pandemic really hit and everybody got shut down. Mm-hmm. As for my homies, this is something that you may may or may not know, but I'll tell you. I've mentioned mm-hmm. this all the time in the in the podcast. Any artist that you can think of uh, right now, they don't make their money through their music. They make mm-hmm. their money for touring and selling yeah, merch. I actually did know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did know that? Okay. Yeah. So, well, the majority of the EDM artists, they all do touring. Mm-hmm. So when the pandemic hit, everybody's like financial situation like paralyzed and yeah some and some of the mistakes that i've noticed on some people some and some homies of mine is that they didn't save up the money or use some of the money to to you to do other stuff to you know to financially fell up for themselves in fact they they use that to, to they spend that shit Basically, and then because they 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 ended up with places that you know like they pay a certain amount a month, and it's like it's okay, I could get it back in two weekends and two shows and whatnot. Some yeah. of, some of them had to start doing like Twitch streaming. Some of them had to start doing Patreon. Some of them had to do private tutoring. Some of them actually had to do um Uber, Lyft. Mm-hmm. Some some of the stuff it was it was wild to me like it's like wow and that just like proves my point is like see guys yeah. like you get money through touring now did that ever affected you financially when the pandemic hit uh nope uh which is nice and very lucky uh I luckily am in a place like right now where a lot of my income is from online. Hmm. You know, Prince, my online store, I I was like, when I first started, I was like, all of the things I need to open the door for all of the things. Hmm. So yes, um, a decent chunk of income was cons, but I'll be honest, making the time it takes to put together all the costumes, put together the panel presentations, hmm. you know, all of the like con planning and restocking inventory and like all that stuff, like and then going to the con and then being tired and whatever, I couldn't stream as much as I would have liked to. Mm. Um, usually Twitch partners are supposed to stream three days a week. Oh. At least. So I was um, doing that when I could, but I was very inconsistent. And so if you are streaming on Twitch, basically you get subs. People can sub to your channel. It's $5 or uh, you get one free with Amazon Prime. And that money is split half and half uh, for you and with and Twitch. Twitch. It's like right. $2.50. Yeah. Okay. So your sub, unless you choose for it to redo automatically, it doesn't do that <clears throat> all the time by itself. So if you use Twitch Prime, which a lot of people do, it doesn't automatically renew for that person. It, they The only reason that people will want to keep resubbing to you is if you are live. And mm. so if you're inconsistent and you're not around a lot, it's like, right. well, I could take that sub and I'm going to give it to somebody else. This this person who is online three days a week always deserves this 
$5 or this Amazon Prime. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did Twitch stream and I loved doing it. Um, but it wasn't really financially lucrative besides not like the actual like Twitch element. The thing that was, you know, the most uh, like finan- like financially beneficial was just like plain old donations through Twitch. But after the pandemic, where there were no cons, I was able to be a lot more consistent with Twitch and actually be live all like the days that I was supposed to be live. And so I think what I lost in the conventions, I made up on Twitch, which is cool. And I'm glad that I was in a position to do that because that's not a lot dope. of people were. Yeah, that that's dope. That's dope. And and you just started having this Twitch partnership last year or you already had this following way before? Um, I got... Again, super lucky. <laughs> and um, Twitch, once they um, wanted to transition away from just gaming, they started a creative, Twitch creative element on Twitch. So they wanted people, they wanted to rebrand. So it wasn't just a gaming site, it was an everything site. So they yeah. made Twitch IRL, they made Twitch creative. They wanted people to do art on there, they wanted people to stream their drawings and you know stream climbing a mountain or like whatever like music productions or music production exactly and so i got sort of recruited like twitch outreach person for twitch and they emailed me and they were like hey we're doing twitch creative you make cosplays would you want to do cosplays on stream we can like get you in there and i was like yeah that sounds amazing actually didn't see the email for like seven months. And when I came back, I was like, <gasps> oh my is this God. real? And then I was like, wait, I'm going to email you back. It's been seven months. <laughs> is this still real? And she was like, yeah. And I, thank God. I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. I love you so much. And I'm so sorry because I missed it. Right. Um, it just slipped right on through the cracks. I'm so good about emails usually, but I was able to be a Twitch partner pretty quickly because of that, luckily. That's pretty so I've good. I've been a partner for about four years. Three, oh, okay. Three, yeah. Okay. So you've been partnered for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. In, in during those all those times, was that the only income besides besides going to the com- conventions and doing Twitch? Right? Is that was those the only incomes that you get out of? Um, at the time, I was bartending. Right. Oh, oh, right, right, right. So you you quit bartending like not so long ago. It was. I want to say it was bartending was pre social media person. Okay. And post college, it was in between. Okay. <laughs> so it was probably 2016, 2017. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's long ago. It was right there, mm-hmm. right there around the corner. Okay. And what, what actually made you decide to actually go and try it out and be a business partner with Patreon and OnlyFans? So Patreon, everyone I knew had a Patreon mm. and I was super late to the game because I was already, I was working. A lot of people that I knew were doing Patreon as their like thing. And I was like, well, I have, I'm doing Twitch and I'm making costumes and going to cons and doing this at night. And like, I don't have time. Um, but I started it and just like, just did like little things that I felt like I could deliver on I actually over promised in the beginning. Um, but I think when I had, um, when I first started Patreon, it was a lot, but I was able to like make a supplementary income and just hustle and make it all work. 
And eventually um, I got that job doing social media for the uh, rehab center. Right. And um, I quit bartending because it was a normal nine yeah. to five type situation instead of like 4 a.m. nights. And I yeah, was I, like, this is lucrative. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you know, you're getting also, money. You're yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And benefits and yeah. all that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. And let me ask you, I, I noticed that you do have like a only fans. Like, do you actually mm -hmm. have a paid subscription or you only have a free version? I only have a free version again, because of time. Okay. I, I'm always like splitting at the seams. Everyone will tell you. All right. my friends are like, you need to learn how to re relax. And I'm like, I can't relax. There are things to do. <laughs> hey. What does that mean? <laughs> grind mode <laughs> all the time. Grind mode. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so what I did was I did a free OnlyFans. Mm. Um, and that way I can just post stuff, like free stuff. And then if like one day, I'm like, I feel like doing, I, I feel like being Velma today. Then I can just do it without sort of like the pressure, like Patreon, I do for cosplay sets a month. And that is like a thing that needs to be done every month. Okay. Whereas the free OnlyFans is nice because there's no expectation. And if like, I feel like doing some extra stuff, if I have some extra time, I can. But if I'm really busy, then I don't have to. And that's okay. But I, but that one is just like what throwing uh, pictures of all stuff that you already had and just like different versions of it like yeah um, well the difference mainly is that Patreon is like like production like there's like a production value to it yeah. where like it's like a professional lighting equipment mm. and cameras and whatever and usually OnlyFans is just like phone stuff mm. more like less less production more like real person you know okay. So mm -hmm. you so you don't do any any cosplaying stuff in the OnlyFans. It's only mostly your stuff, like your stuff that you want to shoot um, and stuff. I also well, I do take so usually I give like a two to three month grace period because mm -hmm. I want people on Patreon to have like the exclusivities yeah. for like a good amount of time. But then I'll take those sets and I'll put them up on only like older sets. I'll put up on OnlyFans later on. Okay. Stuff like that. But, um, but you it's don't get uh, anything also, out of there, right? You don't get no money from OnlyFans. It's just... just oh, no, a, I do. Uh, you, can, um, you can do paid posts. Okay. You know what I mean? So the, it's free to follow, but mm -hmm. I can take an old set and be like, I'm posting uh, Lara Croft, this Lara Croft set right. for $15 or $20 or whatever. And if you want it, you can buy it. And if you don't, you don't have to because it's free to be here. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know how OnlyFans works. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, asking, it's okay. I'm asking. I'm here to explain. I, yeah, that's that's good. That's good. I I never knew how OnlyFans because I never knew what's the difference of me or me following you for free and me following you with a subscription that I have to pay a month. Like what? Mm. What do I gain in all this? And what do you gain in, in all this? You know. Truly, it's just if you see a post because not all of the posts are paid posts. It's more like a spicy Instagram feed. Uh, without the worry of getting your photos taken down because Instagram oh, likes to take photos down. So okay. you, uh, there is free content on there and then an option to buy extra stuff if you want to buy the extra stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
No, I was, Whereas I, it, yeah, I, I just I was just like curious as like how you make money out of the out of the free OnlyFans because I know mm -hmm, that er that's how. Like again, I hear stories about people making thousands of dollars every month, making millionaires on just OnlyFans. I'm like, mm -hmm. baby, you want to sell pictures of your feet on OnlyFans? No. Good year of 2021. Anything is possible. <laughs> you sure can. I mean, it's all, it totally depends on your comfort level. If that's what you want to do, that's a legitimate side hustle. Right. You do you. Now, I will say this, that when I see platforms like, not Patreon, because Patreon, I feel like it's actually a very great platform for you to make your money and give your customers you know what they're paying for you know but i do will say that OnlyFans, i've only i've always seen it as like this fast cash grab for people you know and mm -hmm. it has a stigma for sure i don't mind how people do their money like do you guys mm -hmm. do you that if if this is how you make your money like hey by all means go for it i'm i'm not mm -hmm. i got nothing against it mm -hmm. the only thing that i will say is when you do make this sort of money like this fast money learn how to use it wisely for sure like just use your money to save or invest mm -hmm. on stuff because one of the biggest mistakes that i've seen many and I, i'm seeing this a lot more on women than men is that once they see that you know only fans pay me like i can make 10 g's a month and i can only do this this and that that much oh shit i can I can buy myself a nice car. I can have a nice luxurious apartment. I can live the, mm -hmm. the, the, the great life and shit and whatnot. What I'm seeing in all this is like, holy fuck, you're burning so much cash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're not using your money wisely of how it should be, you know? And because, mm -hmm. because they got that mindset because of, oh yeah, OnlyFans is a nice fin. I can just like make what? A year worth of content and I'll be a millionaire already. I'll make money. Boom. And I'm out. But sometimes it doesn't work like that. Because what if this month you make 10 G's, but the next few months you make five G's? Mm -hmm. All that yeah, money. That's a big problem with being your own boss. Is yeah. Ups and downs of, you don't have a set paycheck, so you don't know. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, and sometimes it's, it's discipline. Like they don't have the discipline enough to use that money wisely to invest on yourself or, or whatever mm -hmm. it is. I always tell people that if you're going to get into a job that gives you a lot of money right now, don't use that money to buy yourself something now. Yeah. Use that money like for future investments, like invest yourself on crypto or or real I was estate. I to say buy Dogecoin. I'm kidding. Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever makes you, whatever makes you money that you don't have to work and just you keep collecting shits, invest on that shit or yeah. save money. Save money, enough money that, you know, you can say I can quit and I can have a long time retirement early on in my life, you know? But mm -hmm. people just like want to buy, 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 buy and forget about what happens. And then another mm -hmm. thing is the IRS is going to collect some of your checks. Yeah, like, taxes are big. Yeah, sure. that's your big. You're right there. Mm -hmm. So like it hurts I, every year. <laughs> it, it hurts every year, you know. And what uh -huh. sucks is that the more you the more you earn, the more they take away. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, exactly. I always say that I, the IRS are a bunch of crooks. <laughs> the lucky part about being in cosplay 
which is a pro and a con is that mm. everything is very expensive. Like <laughs> okay. costume supplies are so expensive. Every the tools, everything involved, fabric, gems, glue, like everything is so expensive and cons in general, tickets, flights, whatever. So you have a lot to write off at the end right. of the year, which is nice. Which is a nice business expense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Same with tech stuff. That's, that's pretty expensive. It's nice to be able to write that big stuff off. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was actually mm-hmm. gonna get into that part um with when in regards of you making cosplaying. Like like how many characters do you have to think of in the future that like okay, I'm planning to do this character, this character, this character. How far are you on ahead on that stuff? Like have you had a plan um, or is it more like, you know what? I feel like I wanna be this character now. Uh more so the latter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it depends on who you are and what type of cosplayer you are. I have I know people who plan in advance like that and stick Mm -hmm. to it, but my thoughts are fleeting and (laughs) I'll watch Demon Slayer and be like, I have to be, you know, the like love Hashira or like I'll watch Jujutsu Kaisen and I'm like, I must be Maki tomorrow. I love her and I need to be her. And that's what happens. So like, I, I'm like easy. I'm, I'm easy to like, look at something and be like, that's it. That's what I want. Or I'll play a, a game. Usually what happens is I'll play a game on Twitch and I'm like, oh, I must be X. Like Bioshock. I was playing Bioshock and I was like, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. And then I was playing Lara, Tomb Raider and I was like, Lara Croft. And so... What games are you playing lately? Like on the Twitch? Like- um, I just finished Control. That's a weird yeah. one. It was crazy. Yeah. I haven't played it. But I was watching my cousin play it and I was like, what the fuck is going on in all this? Yeah. I loved the um, fight mechanics. It was really, really cool. Story was a little convoluted, but also I think I didn't do a lot of the side quests. It's probably my fault. (laughs) I mean, do you have to do some of the side quests? No. (laughs) Because sometimes I saw some of the side quests and I was like, why is it that you have to do this again? Yeah. Well, if you want to know, if you're like the lore person and you want to do all the side, you know, you can. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a like yeah. bulldoze my way through. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> go, just, straight. go straight. I'm always under leveled like halfway through the game because I'm like, duh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going main quest only. <laughs> yeah. I kind of do that on every Final Fantasy game. I was like, uh-huh. fuck the side quest. I, I, I just want to go Great. campaign straight to the point. Let's go. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm playing Dragon Age right now, Dragon Age Origins again. For like the third time. Oh, any any future games that you're planning to play right now on Twitch? Um, I was told I must play Hitman. Never you played Hitman told. before. Yeah, you were told. I don't like the way that you said it. It was like I was. No, I say, it was like I say that with very much love okay. because I have a Discord community of people who suggest games, mm-hmm. and they were like, "You have to play Hitman. It would be so fun." And so. Hitman is on the list. The game where your decisions matter. A Detroit Become Human. That's what it's called. That one's good. Yeah, that, that one's, one's on good. the list. Yeah. And uh, Man of Madon is also on the list. That one, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It just has, uh, it's another It's another game that's basically based on your decisions. Mm-hmm. It definitely has I a plot Until to it. Until Dawn was the best. I loved Until Dawn. Oh my and they God. said if I liked Until Dawn, that I would like Man of Medan. So you're gonna like Man of Medan. You should also get um shit. My girl got the, me this from for Christmas. It was it's from the same people 
that made uh, Metal Mendon. They made the mm-hmm. uh, sequel of another story. Fuck. Was it mm-hmm. House of Ashes mm-hmm. or something? It was, it was so... It had to do with the Salem witch trials. Ah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh, is it Little Hope? Little Hope. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Get Little Hope. It's Thanks, actually, Google. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly suggest to Get Little Hope. That's actually pretty dope. It got uh-huh. some little... I got a few little jump scares here and there, but definitely another one that has like a twisted ending that was like, uh, I didn't see this one coming. Uh-huh. But they throw... That looks crazy. But what's crazy is that they throw hints around the game in which you're <gasps> like, oh my God, now it all made sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, and that one's... Yeah, they're super fun. Yeah, that one's actually pretty easy to to make everybody alive. I failed the first time. Like, I had one person <laughs> die. But I was like... I know, I get so sad. I get attached. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, not this person. This person was kind of mean. So I was like, eh, okay, like... <laughs> Like you die, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fuck it, whatever, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. But every, but mm-hmm. but the people was like, oh my god, no, no. I was like, eh, I mean, are we really gonna miss? <laughs> I'm the same way. Such I'm- a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dick. When I played the Last of Us, oh, the Last of Us Two sent me on a journey. Did you play the Last of Us games? Oh my god, what do okay. you think? What do you think about that game? Do you think it's better than the first one? I feel like I tell everybody. So I loved the first one and I played them in adulthood. I played them like recently, like last year. I played the first game and I was like, this is the best game ever. And so I played the second game and the whole time I was like, fuck Abby, fuck this. They deserve it. Fuck them, blah, blah, blah. And then I played as Abby and I was like, oh, fuck. I, I suck. I'm the worst. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I hated it. I hated the I fact like, that it made uh, me feel like that. I was like, <laughs> in fact, it is me who should look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I hated yeah. the fact that they gave me that position to play Abby and then understand, like, oh now I understand why. Uh huh. And then the last part where she's like super skinny and you find her on the pole and she doesn't look because the whole time I was playing, I was like, dude, Abby is a beefy motherfucker, dude. Like she is, she has muscles on her muscles. Like, holy shit. Like she is thick. And then you see her at the end and she's like skin and bones, scrawny, her hair's cut. And you're just like, like the whole time, like the fire in your heart is like, I hate her so much. And then you learn all her whole story and then you see her like that. And it's like, like, God, my, I was like, I was like, I have to, like, I ended stream and I just sat and like thought about the game (laughs) for like days. I was like, oh my God, everything's, everything I thought is a lie. (laughs) It was a lie. Yeah, it was a lie. It was crazy. No, I hated the fact that they did that to me because again, it made me feel like shit the moment I was like, Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. But let me tell you, the reason why I didn't enjoy, I I enjoy, the story was like, whoa, shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first game because Mm -hmm. of this one aspect. It was the aspect that the first game, I was so involved with the character development of, of the, uh, of, what was the, 
Joel and Joel. and the little one. What was her name again? Um, shit. Ellie. Ellie. Joel and mm -hmm. Ellie. I was so involved with the character development of those two characters and how they both, you know, complement each other. I was so involved with it that I didn't feel that sense, that same character development. Emotional connection. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel that emotional connection in the second game because it was more about like, like, okay, I got Ellie and I got this person. And then another mission, I got Ellie and another person. And then yeah. another person. And it's like they're flipping me characters in which like, okay, I cannot relate anymore with Ellie mm -hmm. or I can relate to Annie's, Ellie's emotions of why she's doing this, but there's nothing with the with the with the side people. The side people is just it whatever. Wasn't the same. I know what you mean. Yeah, and then and then the, when they flipped me to Abby, I was like, oh come on, I don't want to play her. Yeah, you like, <laughs> yeah, I, I killed her play. a bunch in the beginning on purpose because yeah. I was like, I hate her. And then as I started playing, I was like, oh, what? interesting. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was I was just kind of disappointed mm -hmm. about that part because I know it was a great game. I know it is, but yeah. it's just I didn't felt that that's same fair. emotional. Mm -hmm. That's totally fair. I think that's totally valid. I liked it a lot, um, but I think it was mostly because of how I really got my ass handed to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was very... I, because of how it flipped it on you, I was like, whoa, that was crazy. Because I was so, my resolve was so against Abby and everyone in that yeah. camp that when I finally was like, oh, I was like, wow, this game just showed me a lot about who I am as a person. And I really need to sit and think about this. <laughs> and I thought that that was really cool. But um, I know what you mean. I do agree. I know what you mean. And I I played one right after the other, like mm. really quick. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I developed that same like Con emotional connection. Yeah, emotional connection. You know I mean? Yeah, with the yeah. same characters, you know. Mm -hmm. And I kind of hated the fact that they killed Joel off right off the bat in the first first half of the well, that game. That was crazy. Yeah. I, uh -huh. I thought that was gonna be some like some crazy. sort of re retaliation or some shit, like, you know. Uh-huh. But they kill it off. I was like, well. This ruined my game. That was crazy. I was, uh, bro, I got, I started to tear up when I, when I saw her, oh, yeah. you know, screaming of getting up. Oh. I was like, dude, get the fuck up. Like, come on, you're Joel. You're yeah. stronger than this shit. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I was like, yeah, that's oh, I it. Know. That's it. I, I know. hate this game. I hate this oh, game. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not going to play it anymore. I'm not going to play it anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm going to play it more because I want her dead. I want her dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That was a, that's a, that's a wild game, man. That was a yeah. wild game. I, I I don't know if I play any other great games after that one. Probably Ghost of Tsushima and mm. Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Mm -hmm. By far, that's a great game. The, mm -hmm. That was a great game, and I and I can't wait for part two or three that's coming up as well. Mm -hmm. I didn't finish it, but I did start it. I need a PlayStation what happened <laughs> I don't have a PlayStation I only own an Xbox One because of Halo and oh, okay. I never got a PlayStation how'd you play and Last I, of Us I was at a friend's house I borrowed their oh. PlayStation and I don't have my own so now that I'm back home I uh, need my own <laughs> yeah, you, need your own. yeah you, should, you should start getting your own okay yeah just think about it. It's a future investment. Yeah, it, exactly. That's that's why you gotta write it off in your tax 
Ted's expenses is like investments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty dope. Um, what anime shows and mangas are you into currently? I love Jujutsu Kaisen a lot. Is that um, like the best thing right now that I'm hearing a lot? Yes. You should watch it. It's very good. I'm strongly considering it because I've seen everybody on YouTube or people talking about it. And I'm like, crap, this is going to be My Hero Academia all over again. I think it's much better than My Hero Academia. And I also think it's better than Demon Slayer, personally. Personally. But that's just my opinion. Wow. When you say it's better than Demon Slayer, are you saying like story-wise or animation-wise? Character-wise? both. <laughs> Wow. Okay. The animators are the... Actually, that could be wrong. I was going to say I think the animators are the Attack on Titan animators, but I think that that's wrong, actually. Uh, the animators uh, from the, sa the same people who did uh, Attack on Titans, the animators it also does Black Clover. Oh, I do, actually. I just started Black Clover. And I also uh, just started Castlevania. I haven't started watching Castlevania. I'm... It's good so far. Yeah. I'm only on season two. And season three is okay, so I can just binge watch it. That's yeah, it's all on Netflix. But the animation of Jujutsu Kaisen is incredible. I'm gonna Google it so I don't say wrong things. But, <laughs> but I thought you watched this shit. No, I wanted to see who the animator was. It's uh, uh oh yeah, they are the same people who did Attack on Titan. Okay, oh, I was okay. Right. I was right. Oh, okay. They're called so, Mappa. Okay. Mappa Co. They did the last season of Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah, because that's when they switched seasons for no reason at all. I don't know why they switched um, studios for the last season. Mm -hmm. That makes absolutely no sense, but uh, okay, I don't know. Whatever. What What the hell do I know? I'm just a customer at that point. What do you... <laughs> had you already read the manga Attack on Titans? I did. Oh, yeah, okay. Did. So we could talk about the ending. We could, but we should add a big spoiler warning for a lot of spoiler people who alert. Seen it and don't know what's going to happen. Spoiler alert. I mean, I'm putting the spoilers right now. Spoiler in three, two, one. I feel like people by this time, they should already watch, like already read about it. I mean, if people don't read the manga, then yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel the ending felt okay to me. It wasn't. I thought I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. It wasn't a bad ending. No, it I liked it. It wasn't the best ending either, but it ended yeah. like I'm how curious. it's supposed to. Yeah. I'm curious to see how it's animated. And I'm, I'm saving my feelings until it's animated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I heard. Cause I read it on my phone on, a, on an airplane. So yeah. I didn't get like the experience, you know? Okay. And like quick, you know what I mean? On one of those like third party apps. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. So I... I know what happens, but I feel like I haven't experienced it. So I'm, I'm saving my feelings for the animation, but I think that they, yeah, I think they did a good job tying up all the stuff. Uh, I feel like they did the, what they had to do. I mean, he had to die for the greater good. Like, and it had to be Mikasa to finish it off. Like she was the only one. She yeah. had to do it. I agree. I've, I I heard rumors that because there was an outcry of how many people didn't like the ending, which I don't understand why. It, I mean, if it ended okay, it just let's finish the story there. That they're considering of writing a better ending for the animation. That'd be cool. 
that would be really cool. That's speculations here and there. You know, we will never know that's until cool. we see it, you know, but mm -hmm. that's what I heard. And I don't know. I just feel like it ended good. So I don't know what what else is there to talk about from there. But, you know, um, I don't want to say too much. Because I know that a lot of my Discord community is going to listen, oh, and I know okay. that they haven't seen it, and so I don't want to. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 leave it at there. Now, I, I definitely a a series that I do recommend is definitely Black Clover. So if you haven't mm -hmm. watched it, I like Black Clover a lot. That's a big joke too on on my Twitch. Every time we're doing something, it's yeah. like I want to be the Wizard King yeah. <laughs> right before any magic happens. <laughs> No, the Black Clover story is dope, and I'm reading the manga as much as well as I'm watching the the dub version. I like the dub version more than the Japanese, but I I know how it all. That's well, it's it's still on. It's just like the animation stopped because they got cut up to the manga. So now mm -hmm. they're doing a fairy tale stuff and Naruto stuff. Like you know, they're doing a time skip, mm -hmm. quote unquote time skip. You know, wait like a few more years. Until mm -hmm. they can do the seas the the writing and then be ahead, the manga be ahead, and they could write down those and stuff. Mm -hmm. But right. I just right now I'm reading the manga and where it is right now. I'm like, holy shit! This is massive, explosive. Like I can't wait for these battle sequence in animation. Cool. Yeah, no, like you thought that the last. Like, have you have you watched the show or you are you? I'm not, not caught up. I'm not. I I am. I think at the end of season two, mm. right now. Oh, I'm shit, I'm in the beginning. You're still I'm in, in the, the beginning. All right. So where where was it that you left it out? Like what what was happening? Uh, the girl who started um it on their team that was like kind of like rich and prissy. Oh, Noel. Yes. Yeah. Um. Got super cool yeah. and learned about her powers. Yeah. And that's all I remember. It's been a little while since I was watching it. Oh, okay. Damn it. I can't spoil you enough. All right. Don't. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. No. No. I, there. You got. You got. You got lots of great episodes. There's gonna be a few filler episodes here and there, mm -hmm. but there's gonna be a lot of great arts and a lot of great character development especially from that spoiled mm -hmm. girl noel i at first i hated her i was like god yeah. damn it you you're literally the typical spoiled little brat uh-huh and then until i start mm -hmm. seeing more of her backstory and then mm -hmm. her character development goes up and i'm like damn i like noel mm -hmm. like i feel i feel for her i feel for yeah her. so when you see her you'll be like oh my god i'm gonna be a noel now <gasps> yes. you gotta go like i'm I royalty I'm royalty. <laughs> yeah. So a few more things and we can wrap this up. Do you mm -hmm. want to talk about a little bit of DBC talk? <gasps> what do you yeah. want to talk about? Well, you tell me. I haven't seen Super. Yo! Knew that was coming. That's why I wanted to get it out of the way. <laughs> I haven't seen Super. Nani? Not all of it anyway. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to talk about? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, we can't talk about that now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about at least what's your favorite characters. Android 18. Do you, have you ever done a cosplay of Android 18? I've done many. I've done, I've redone her three times. And it was actually the first costume that I ever made myself. Um, really? 
And I did her pink tracksuit because that was the only part of Dragon Ball Super was the beginning that I saw um, when she's driving in traffic is her pink tracksuit. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Um, yes. And I also did a like battle damaged one with her like striped shirt. Yeah. Outfit and the jean jacket and the um, jean skirt, but like torn up like when she's fighting a cell. So, yeah, I remember that one. And that's your only favorite character? And Trunks. High five. Future Trunks. High five. High five. Is my favorite man. Yes. (laughs) Android 18 is my favorite girl. (laughs) Uh, I like Future Trunks. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Love him. To me, he's He's like, that dude, it's just so kick-ass. Especially how he, he got introduced into the Dragon Ball C era. Mm-hmm. the way how he just kills Frieza out of nothing just like bro I'm just OP and shit I was like yep. god damn bro I love, I love so it I love it yep. how you this motherfucker went OP man mm-hmm. future drunk supremacy yeah <laughs> him. he's my favorite emo man the second character I like probably my my favorite besides Trunks is um, Gogeta Gogeta's cool I do like Gogeta yeah Gogeta is cool. I love it. I hate it that they, they didn't canonize it in the series and they put it as yeah. a f- movie for, for Janemba. Mm-hmm. But I, you know what? I can't spoil it. I can't. Okay. okay. okay if you haven't seen any of the super movies? No. You haven't watched Battle of Gods? Oh, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've been looking for it online. Okay. To no avail. But I have tried. <laughs> okay. I... I okay. Have Don't you, tell me. And you haven't watched the other one, the Resurrection of F. Mm-mm. Fuck no. Nope. So you haven't even watched the last one, which is like Broly. No. And now there's gonna be another one that's also canon. Is there? Yeah. No, I'm behind. I know. I Lit- know. I'm behind. <laughs> Literally, these movies are all canon based. Mm-hmm. So whatever okay. happens in these movies, it's all part of the series because you're gonna watch cool. it in the series. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But you need to watch the series for you to actually watch what's going on with the I movies, know. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll say I have a couple. I have um at one of the Crunchyroll booths, they were mm-hmm. giving them away like as like prizes. And I got the I think the first three seasons of Super on DVD. <laughs> oh, okay. And you haven't opened it. I have them, but I haven't watched them yet, no. I know. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I know. There's so much to talk about. I know. <laughs> There's so much I want to say, but I can't. You can't. No, you I can't. can't. And, and bro, I'm kidding you not. There's so many things that I want to say. It's gonna blow your fucking mind out. You'll <gasps> be like, Ooh. like no, you. There's gonna be so much character development on every character, including Android 18. <gasps> wow. And then on the okay. last season of Super is I think that's where everyone's character is just gonna go nuts, you know. And I'm surprised that you haven't noticed any cosplayers from from the from the Dragon Ball Super. Like you um, haven't heard have any seen, rumors. I have seen. I know my roommate cosplayed from it, and I've seen people do Beerus and stuff. 
Okay. So I know the characters. I just don't know a lot about it. I know Beerus is like the king, and it's like all I got. He's the god of destruction. Yes, that that's what he god is. Yeah, that's yeah. what he is. There's there and all this. There's there's the supreme kai's, which are the good gods that are, the gods are supposed to maintain peace and stability on all planets. Mm -hmm. And then there's Beerus, which his job is to destroy planets. Like if he sees that gotcha. this this planet is not doing its thing, then why waste my resources on you? Just I blow you away and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all I can tell you. I can't tell you much okay. afterwards. Okay. I'm pretty sure you don't, you don't even know what's the final form of Goku in all this. Uh, No, I don't. Okay. Actually, I don't. So keep in I mind, don't. keep in mind that when you're watching Super, when you think that there, there's this final form, nope, there's another one. Okay. And cool. Then, and then I'm excited. Just, and then the it just and then it just keeps going, keeps going all the way to the last season when you actually see the, like the final four, and you'll be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Mm -hmm. So I'm not I'm gonna excited. not gonna tell you. I'll, gonna, I'll get on it. <laughs> just, the two things I will tell you: just get on, get on Black Clover, and get on okay. Dragon Ball Super. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything more because I don't okay. want to spoil you anything. So. You have to watch Jujutsu Kaisen and then report back. Fine. Fine. Okay. Fair deal. deal. Fair deal. I'll start <laughs> okay. watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Do they have the dub version out of it? No. Not yet. Not yet. So there's still... I usually watch dub too, but it's uh, it's still good. I'll watch. I'll watch the sub. I just like dub version because sometimes oh, I've yeah. watched so many animes um, in sub that I just get tired of reading all of them. I also get tired. Yeah. And I'm always doing something else yeah and i want to so do i like to listen yeah yeah and and oddly enough sometimes i even do some other stuff while watching the subs and i understand what's going on i'm like what the <laughs> hell? after a while yeah yeah but i'd rather watch the dubs because you know i i like the the voice actors most of the voice actors are always the same voice actors that i like you know the one mm -hmm. who does um Vegeta, Piccolo, and Chris Sabat. Chris Sabat. Oh, I love God. that man. I love that guy, and uh -huh. he, he does a lot of voice acting. I mean, he's All Might. Uh huh. And he's also another character in Black Clover. He's Jami, the captain. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, L listen to his voice, and and I also love Steam Bloom. I love that guy. If you don't know who Steam Bloom is, I'm. Uh, uh, he's um Spike. That sounds really familiar. Oh, Spike okay. from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's yeah, also yeah, yeah. he does Orochimaru, Sabusa, Sasori. No, Sa Sasori does Johnny Bosch. That's a, another one who one of my favorite characters. He's he does um, Ichigo mm. Kurosaki and mm -hmm. Good news, there are two dubbed episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. So Yes. I can start watching it. Uh-huh. And I heard that there's also a movie that's coming, right? I don't know, actually. I didn't hear about that. Oh, I heard. That's what I heard. That's that's why I brought Ooh, it up. That's that, exciting. They, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> it's it was called like Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, something like that. It was like I don't know. I okay. I saw the synopsis. It was like the beginnings of a certain character, how they all started, something like that. I don't know. Ooh, okay, cool. So you're look, gonna like it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna hit you up with the with the Jujutsu Kaisen. All right. I'll I'll wait the thumbs up. Yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> if I feel like it's damn too good, like I can't wait for for the dub. So it's like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to jump over to the sub. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so three more questions and we can wrap this up. 
What has been your greatest accomplishment up to this point? That's a hard one. I feel like it's a personal accomplishment in that I working for myself mm. as my own boss and being and like am successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like don't lean on like my parents or anything anymore, you know? I'm, like living I feel that I feel like that's probably what I wanted the most is to just like be self-sufficient. And I think that that's probably my greatest accomplishment to date. But I always feel like I'm going to hit a certain number and it's going to be like it, like, okay, like I hit 100K, I I made it, you know, and then you get it and then you're like, oh, well, actually, <laughs> As a, I want the next one and the next yeah, one the and the next, next one. one. The next so, one. yeah, it's hard to like quantify. It's probably just that I feel like I am successful and that's like a personal achievement. That's dope. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So what are you currently doing and what do you hope to accomplish by it? Currently looking to move to California. Oh. And I think that what I'll accomplish, hopefully, by doing that is being around a lot of other people who cosplay and like do stuff and mm. will be able to collaborate and also have like friendships and stuff. I think that like, The majority of my life, I've just wanted a place to belong in a community. And that's why mm -hmm. I, I like was so gripped with cosplay when I first did it is because you felt like you had people who got you and you're like going to cons over and over, like chasing that feeling of like community. Yeah. And so I, every time I visit California, I never want to leave because all of these cool people that I know from cosplay live there. There's mm. obviously people in Florida as well, but, um, Every time I go, I like hang out with all these people and it feels so like nice to be around uh, this like group of like-minded people. Yeah. You feel like you belong there. So that's, I think that that would be really good, at least for my mental health, uh, you know, to be around like cool, awesome people who like you and do the same thing as you. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. Uh -huh. I love to hear that. I love that. I hope you actually reach that goal of yours one day so sooner rather than later. Me you know? too. I've been planning it for like a year now. Okay. All right. So it's actually happening. We're making mm -hmm. stuff. We're making moves. All right. We're let's go. Moves, yeah. There you go. One last question and we can wrap this up. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that an alien mothership comes around. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, it's the Supreme Kai that pops out. Oh, okay. And the Supreme Kai is telling you, Danielle, we need your help because only you can help us. No one else. Okay. Before you come with us, you need to know you will be out for a long time. Before you go, you're allowed to write a note and write free pieces of advice for somebody to pick it up. Okay. What are those free pieces of advice that you <gasps> give to someone? Oh, wow. What a question. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a solid last question. I think the one... Okay. I have... Okay. The one piece of advice I think I got from when I first started cosplaying, mm. I listened to... Or I, I actually read an interview with Yaya Han. And uh, she, I was like... A, she was like you know, one of the big, big people in the cosplay space. She still is. She's a queen. Um, still and 
<laughs> and um, somebody was like, how do you deal with all the online hate and mm. like stuff like that? Because mm. I had first started cosplaying a lot of League of Legends characters and that is a toxic community. And I was really? getting a lot of... <laughs> i never played league of legends so that's why i'm asking oh wow okay. Oh, okay. yeah um yes indeed <laughs> it's very bad oh, shit. so i was getting a lot of hate comments and it was really like messing me up and i remember she wrote this very beautifully eloquent paragraph that was essentially like you need your lizard you need your dragon skin you need to develop your scales and like don't let anybody fuck with you basically and like kind of really related it to like fantasy rpg like get your armor on and like get it done and i like loved that so probably something along the lines of like making sure that no one else can dull your yeah shine you know what i mean and i think another really good piece of advice is at least for me who is constantly like very goal oriented and then I meet the goal and then I immediately set another goal mm. and I never really get to enjoy anything because I'm always like, what's next? What's next? This what's is next. next. That's next. Okay. Well, this is done now and I have to do this thing on my to-do list, like blah, blah, blah. I think every time I read anything or like see anything that's like, um, remember to be happy right now because if you base your happiness on your goal, you're just going to set another goal. And you're never gonna, you're always gonna be like, okay, well, as soon as this is done, I can relax. As soon as this mm. is done, you know what I mean? Right. And to remember to enjoy yourself in the moment. Yeah. Because that moment of like, as soon as that's done is never actually gonna come. And I thought that that was really cool because I was like, that's smart. I should make sure that I'm enjoying my life right now yeah. <laughs> and not tomorrow. You know what I mean? And the last one, make sure that you're being your authentic self and not trying to impress everybody else because you're never going to make everyone else like you. The only person that's going to be around forever is you. And as long as you like you, it doesn't matter who doesn't like you. That's big. <laughs> big, bold, big. Bold. <laughs> that's bold statement right there. Mm -hmm. And I love all three pieces of advices. Because I have one more. Don't stand in the oh, fire. Bonus. <laughs> bonus part right there. Don't stand in the fire. That's <laughs> the last one. <laughs> Should I ask for that one? It's a, uh, it is a World of Warcraft joke. Whenever you raid, usually when uh, the boss attacks, if mm. you see fire, you're supposed to rotate. Uh, so don't okay. stand in the fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't wipe the raid. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair enough. I love all three pieces of advice, including the bonus one. <laughs> I love it very much. And it's and the reason why I love it is because you have no idea how much those three pieces of advice relate to the stuff that I've gone through. Mm -hmm. Like everything that you say is, yes, it's exactly what you must do. And this is stuff that... I tell everybody to do is like in this world, you need to have a tough skin. Your skin mm -hmm. needs to be made out of iron or dragon scale, whichever is the strongest, you know? Absolutely. Because haters are going to hate. There's no way you're going to change their mind. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Yep. Even if you're right and they're wrong. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to double down. So the yeah. best thing you can do is smile at them and say, thank you. You just gave me, God. you just gave me so a, true. 
a view, a, a comment. Um, yeah. You know, you just gave me more more stuff that I needed for my for my stuff. You know, thank you. Right. Right. Exactly. So the yeah, really need to hyper fixate on that stuff too, yeah. and that's like one of the best things I think I could have ever done for myself is to just be able to ignore that stuff and just keep on and scrolling. I, I know it's hard. I know uh -huh. it's hard because I, at the beginning of this whole social media, I was very emotionally attached. When somebody attacked me over social media, I get emotional about it and I fight mm -hmm. back as well. And I didn't know all the sh all the consequences of me fighting back. You know, mm -hmm. how is this going to end up? Even though it's going to look, making me look like an ass. And then at the mm -hmm. end, it, you look at yourself as like, why am I throwing my energy? Mm -hmm. Why am I wasting time with this? Because I bet if I come out to that person, they're not going to have the same balls as they mm -hmm. were. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have the same balls as if they were in the in the screen because everybody can fucking say whatever they're fucking they want um, mm -hmm. behind the screen. But when yeah. they when they call you out in front of your face, what are you going to do? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So. 99% of them would never say that in real life. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because they want to look like I'm the poster boy. Like I'm I'm the nice guy. Mm -hmm. You know, this guy's the one who who attacked me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I see this shit all the time, you know. Like, and it's it's just it's funny. And then when I come out to them, I'm like, so what's up? You don't want to you what happened with all the stuff you were saying to me? Yeah. And then they just shit bricks. And it's like, okay, I see how it yeah. goes, you know? So yeah, guys, haters are gonna hate. Like, you gotta build tough for that shit and they're gonna be there no matter what just think about it as of another number mm -hmm. another number yeah, they're because helping you they're helping you which is, which is ridiculous because the only the best way to say like i hate this certain person i want that person to fail the best thing you can do is literally not watch their content don't comment on it and unfollow mm -hmm. that's the only way to hurt somebody social wise commenting or disliking or saying something or watching the view because of something you didn't like, you're not doing any favors for yourself. You're just doing, you're just helping us in general mm -hmm. because you're just counting more numbers for us overall. It's not going to bother us. So yeah, have that tough skin. The second part, enjoy the journey, not the end. That's the best way to do it, you know? And, and the last one, very important because if you're doing something that you're not happy about it, then you shouldn't be doing it. I hear so many stories and I had a lot of homies that rest in peace. You know, they die of unforeseen circumstances and it's because they weren't happy with their lives and they weren't happy with what they're doing. And it's a very tragic thing. And I always try to raise awareness. It's like, dude, if you're doing something that you don't like, stop what you're doing. Be happy with yourself first. That's the most important thing. That's how you mm -hmm. keep your mental, your sanity straight, right. you know? And if you're happy with what you're doing, you're way less affected by people who are not into it. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're like, well, I like it. If I matter. Yeah, so. exactly. You matter the most. If I like it, I like it. That's it. If you don't like what I like, it's, it wasn't meant for you. Mm -hmm. If you like it, then shit, welcome to the club, man. Come over. Exactly. Let's join. Exactly. Let's, let's go with yes. the journey. Let's go. That's how we do it. So, Daniel, thank you very much for this. You know, we have a nice yeah. little conversation. Totally. Um, we're going to wrap this up before we leave. Please plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can find you and what they can expect from you in the future. Totally. Um, my Twitch, Facebook, Instagram. 
Everything is all the same. YouTube is my name, Danielle DiNicola. And Twitter is Danielle DiNicola without the first E in DiNicola because they only have 15 characters and a username instead of 16, which is rough for me. (laughs) (laughs) Free though. Anything in the future, like the blue eyes armor? I'm excited. The blue eyes armor is coming. Um, my, my Valentine is coming. I have a Emma Frost that's coming. Oh. And on Twitch, we are playing Dragon Age and about to play Hitman. Hitman. So, okay. When mm-hmm. where can they catch you on Twitch? Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh twitch.tv slash Danielle DiNicola. That's 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time. All mm-hmm. right. Well, Danielle, thank you very much for coming to the show. I, I really appreciate it very much for you coming over. And yeah, you're more than welcome to come back to the show and we can talk about more other stuff, you know, and probably catch up with the jujitsu and with your supering back over. Yes, I will educate myself right. on Dragon Ball Super. I'll be back. <laughs> hey, you're a big, you say yourself, you're a big DBC fan. So you, I am. It was like my whole childhood and I love it dearly. And I just, for some reason, never sat down and watched Super. Unbelievable. Wow. I know. That's, I know. That's wild. Truly. <laughs> but that's okay because you're going to go ahead and catch her and you're going to enjoy very much. So, so Danielle, Thank you for coming in and thank you everyone for listening. And remember, every week it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And of course, the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. Please, guys, help me around with the, my YouTube channel. I'm trying to raise it to 100 subscribers. We're almost there. If we get there, I'm going to give you guys a free project of mine for you guys oh. to do a remit or do whatever you want. I could give free lessons, whatever you want. Let's get to 100 subscribers, guys, please. Yay. So I can finally have my own fucking URL. <laughs> so true. Yeah. <laughs> Another you, struggle. Yeah, the struggles. <laughs> Once we get 100 subscribers, then we'll talk about the thousands. All right. So. But mm-hmm. first, let's get to the 100 subscribers, guys. Please help me around. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover or you want Danielle to cover on the next episode, please let me know on the comments down below. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys at the next one. Peace. Mm-hmm.